Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. <laughs> Did you bring wine? I got the glasses. You guys, I made a quiz. No, I didn't bring anything, but I'm here to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, 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 did you eat? It's me, Kevin, again, back with another week of Kevin's Cornered Mayhem, because we're at part two of my cabaret at Green Room 42 called, uh, oh God, what was it called? <laughs> oh, repeat Offender. It was called Repeat Offender. That was the show. It was uh, my birthday this year, 2022. I don't know why I can never remember what this year is. It feels weird because I feel like when you say it 2020, your mouth just stops because I I don't know, because it felt like everything just stopped. Um, that's a stupid excuse to say that I just can't remember what year it is. Anywho, uh, I hope you guys enjoy. So without further ado, here is part two. Hey, that rhymed. Diana, the musical, the movie. Oh, I'm all about it. All right, so, um, bad decisions. Let's get back to that. So, um, I have had lots of different day jobs in my time in New York City. Um, I was, as I said, a concierge. And then I worked at a restaurant for a long time and was a restaurant manager. And then I got burned out of restaurants. But then I heard of this genius new thing that everyone was saying was the best thing. It's the best job. You're going to love it. So I decided to take them up on it and do this job. And I did it for one night. And it was the absolute worst experience in working in my entire life. And so, uh, yes, let's start the music and I'll jump in on here. So, mademoiselle, thank you for coming tonight. Please pull up your chair and get comfortable as we tell you about my experience with catering. Be our guest. 
Be our guest, put our service to the test. Tie your rockin' round your neck, Sherry, and we'll provide the rest. Soup du jour, hot hors d'oeuvres, why we only live to serve. Try the gray stuff, it's delicious. Don't believe me, ask the dishes. They can sing, they can dance. After all, kids, this is France. And the dinner here is never second rate. Come on, unfold your menu. Take a glance and then you'll be our guest. We our guest, be our guest. Okay. So first red flag with this whole situation was that I uh, got hired and they were so excited to hire me that they wanted me to put me on a job on that weekend that no one had wanted. They actually told me that and I still was like, okay. And then part of the job was I had to buy my own tuxedo. My father had to buy me a tuxedo. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Um, so I went out to uh, BFE Queens to get a tuxedo on last minute. And then I decided I had to take a train out to Long Island where this catering situation was happening. And it was a Long Island Railroad and I had to make a transfer. And no one told me that the transfer was like a subway transfer where the train would be across. And if you don't run right away and get on it, you would miss it. So I missed my connection train, which meant the next train was coming an hour and a half later. So I showed up to the catering gig at this fancy, fancy, fancy hotel in Long Island, very late. And the maitre d' at this hotel was not having it with me. He was really pissed that I was late. I tried to explain the train thing, but he wasn't having it. So he took me to this room where they were gonna fit me for a jacket because they, I was gonna be wearing a specific jacket that was like for the hotel. And he looked at me and said, this is your punishment. And he handed me a jacket that was about eight sizes too small. So like full on fat guy in a little coat situation. And so I put this thing on and I'm stuck like this because like my arms cannot go down and I'm in this jacket and they finally bring me to the other waiters and the head waiter of the catering company I was hired for looked at everyone and says, okay, so we are gonna do the choreographed service number four. Everyone with that? And I was like, I don't know any choreographed services. And he said, just follow along. And they walked up to me and they tried to hand me a tower of 16 plates that had been stacked so that they were going up this high. So I was gonna hold it like this with 16 plates in my hand. And basically, choreography number four of service was just a number from Newsies. So it was just, these men were like doing barrel rolls and like full on flips while holding these things. And then in time, they would put the plate down, do two pirouettes, walk to the next person and then put the plate down. And I was like, I can't do that, I'm, not, I'm a mover. Um, so they told me instead of making me do that, they would give me the easy job. So they gave me a 32 pound gravy boat and a ladle. And so I had to hold this gravy boat in one hand and follow behind these spinning people, supposedly spinning myself and also do that. So you see all these like little newsies going forward, spinning and being beautiful and doing all of that. And I'm literally coming behind them going, So then I'm like, so I do this. I almost drop the gravy boat on the bride's mother. It's this whole thing. I catch it, but I had to hold it with two hands, which they kept yelling at me about because that's not graceful. But like, I was like, sorry. So they, the whole thing was just a nightmare. And I finally found the person from the catering company who was supposed to be my liaison. 
So I went to go ask him about what was going on, but I found him in the uh, break room chugging bottles of wine that like we would, were taking to serve and he was like already out of it. So I had no one to go to for help. So I somehow finished the service with like holding the gravy boat like this because my arms can't go down. So I'm still doing this the whole time. Gravy boat. I have to do dessert service, which is a nightmare um, because they gave me the thing to scoop the uh, sorbet. So I had like this giant, it was, this, it was gravy boat all over again. It was just a nightmare. Um, and then I'm a big dude. So doing all this, I'm sweating profusely through this tuxedo. Um, and their crappy jacket that uh, they'd given me bled through my shirt and my like vest and everything. So it ruined my tuxedo that my dad had just bought me. <laughs> and then that night after the full service was over, I survived through. And then they told us that they wouldn't let us, they wouldn't pay us unless we stayed extra to set up the brunch for the bride and groom the next day. And so me and four other people had to stay and set up this entire banquet hall, like redo it all for brunch. And they kept us just long enough so that the last train that was running hourly on the Long Island Railroad had left. So when they finally let us go, it was 1.30 in the morning and I had to wait until 3.15 for the next train. So basically this story finds me uh, at 4.30 in the morning in a ruined tux on the four train, going home to my apartment in East Harlem, sobbing because of this experience. And a homeless person looked at me and literally said, I thought I had it bad. Horse by course, one by one, till you shout, enough. Then we'll sing you off to sleep as you digest. Come on, let's hold the menu. Take a glance and then you'll be our guest. Be our guest. Be our guest. Please be our guest. You catering. So yeah, I, I never catered again. Um, and then I tried temping because I heard that was wonderful. Um, and that was not wonderful. <laughs> um, especially when I was temping and doing regular business hours for the first time while I lived in New York. And I was still doing Broadway recordings. Um, so there were quite a few moments when I was acting as like a front desk person for some random company and I was just like watching the clock until it was appropriate to go to the bathroom again without them noticing that I was going to the bathroom that many times because um, I was sick from drinking the night before. Um, so temping didn't work out either. Um, but luckily I was able to make another good decision in my life where I, um, it's actually how I met Brian and Kimberly and our next guest. Um, I worked at the Showplace Ice Cream Parlor, which is a singing, dancing ice cream parlor on the Jersey Shore. Uh, it's like Ellen Stardust Diner in Manhattan, but just ice cream and on the Jersey Shore with a lot of Jersey dads. Um, and at this place, I met who was my boss, who became a close friend of mine, um, who actually is married to 
Kimberly, my co-host. So I'd like to bring up my next special guest, the amazing Jay Schmidt. And so this part of the show kind of uh, focuses more on stuff. So I've been singing or doing my best to sing. And now we are going to uh, present a couple of songs that I've written. Because um, I have worked with, uh, are you here, Jason? There he is. Uh, Jason Pomerantz back there. Uh, he is a genius composer. He is incredible. And Jason and I uh, have composed quite a few fun little things together. Um, so the next couple songs you're going to hear are songs that I wrote the lyrics to and Jason wrote the music. Um, and so this one is from our parody of uh, It's a Wonderful Life that was written for Broad Wasted. So it's called It's a Broad Wasted Life. Um, and this is uh, Buddies in a Song. When I hold a note, you sing it just as long. That's how we show we're buddies in a song. When you're in a pinch, don't flinch, I'll be there soon. That's how I show we're buddies in a tune. When you sing with me, we know the key, we even harmonize. We're surprisingly emotionally expressive for a group of guys. When you're in a bind, you'll find where you belong. When your buddy's there beside you with a song. We could say you're great, but that lacks the weight of what we really feel. We could say you're swell, but then you can't tell that we are being real. So we thought a lot about how to confess Until the end we'll be your friend That's how do we express that When you sing, change the key with me can't be wrong That's how you show your buddies in a song I don't belt it out but shout you're close to me it's true now, cause it has a melody. We're a tight-knit crew, though we're few, we're always thick as thieves. We're incredibly compatibly expressive, so the world believes. When we close it out, no doubt, they'll ring the gong. That's how we show we're buddies. Let the world know that we're buddies. That's how we show we're buddies in a song. <laughs> it's always great in a concert when you fuck up your own lyrics. <laughs> I'm like, I did write that song. I think. Uh, thank you, Jay, you're wonderful. Um, okay, great. So next, I'm going to take a little break to let you hear some incredible singers. Um, so the next song that you're going to hear is uh, actually the first song that Jason and I ever wrote together. Um, I was working with a friend of mine named Alyssa Champagne. I know, fancy name. I love it. Um, and Alyssa, a, uh, I was writing a one-woman show for Alyssa. 
Um, and so this song is the first song Jason and I wrote for that project. And I'm going to bring up to you uh, someone who has been in every concert or show pretty much that I've done because she is my muse. She is incredible. She is uh, the voice that I hear when I create songs. And I adore her so much. So please give the best welcome to Madison Stratton. because I didn't want to fuck up his lyrics, even though he <laughs> fucked up his lyrics. <laughs> Let me grab a, a can. You said you were going to go for the stem. I know. We can leave it. God just yelled at me. We can leave it here. I can make this work. Oh, thanks, honey. Thanks, honey. Birthday boy. Happy birthday to Kev. A round of applause for Kev. Okay. Feel like 
So I fill my glass and I flash my smile and all the while I can barely breathe and I try to leave but there's nowhere to go so I do the show and they That was the genius Madison Stratton, everybody. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Where am I? Ah, okay. So, uh, this business is hard. Um... Theater is hard, and it's uh, difficult, and it gets harder as you stay longer and see people give up and see people go home and start having lives where they own houses and cars and things that don't seem to fit into the world if you're trying to be a struggling artist. Um, and I really, really was feeling that um, when I wrote the lyrics in this next song. Um, and Jason, the incredible composer that he is, uh, really made it soar. So uh, the only person I can think of to sing this song is uh, an incredible Broadway star who used to be my upstairs neighbor. Um, funny story, he uh, likes to sing because he's incredible. And I, in the summertime, when he, uh, I had my window open, he had his window open, and he was belting out waving through a window. Um, and it was so good that I decided it, it was normal to walk upstairs and bang on his door and be like, are you on Broadway? And the best part is, as he opened the door, I saw him and I had seen, he was in Once on this Island, and I saw that revival twice, so I recognized him. So I literally said, are you on Broadway? You were in Once on this Island. <laughs> and he was like, hello? And I was like, I live downstairs, I host Broadway, so I'm a normal person, I swear. And he was like, okay, and I was like, you're really good. So I told him that one day I would make sure that I got him to perform something that I wrote. And I'm so excited that it's happening as a birthday present to me. So please welcome to the stage the incredible Tyler Hardwick. 
That's what historian said. I want to say my boyfriend's mom is here from Puerto Rico, so yo soy feliz. The feeling of falling, the nerves in the air, the chance of a lifetime is waiting right there. Is this the beginning or is it the biggest mistake? A hundred auditions and where was my part? Was it unwritten or lost from the start? How many times can I miss out on my big break? But still, will I blaze a trail on my own? Or fade away into the unknown? All of these years on an uncertain line, I sang out my heart until singing was crying. The dreams and the yearning kept burning a powerful fire. But little by little, I'm losing the flame. Get up my hopes, but it's always the same. I must be crazy to chase after this desire. But still, will I blaze a trail on my own? to the unknown. Some dreams, they treat you like nothing at all, like nothing at all. Sometimes it hurts to read the truth on the wall, truth on the wall, and I don't know how far I'm gonna fall, or if I'm gonna see my curtain call Some dreams they treat you like nothing at all nothing at all and sometimes it hurts to read the truth on the wall the truth on the wall and I feel the fear and maybe I'm in for fall but I'm gonna see my curtain call oh I feel the fear and maybe I'm in the ball but life on the stage is worth it And I'm gonna keep on working Cause I'm gonna hear my curtain call And still I can hear the curtain call See, if you heard that, you would all go upstairs, too. I'm just saying. Thanks.
guys. And how good is this band? So uh, music director who we have on the keys here is Yasuhiko Fukuoka. Fukuoka, got it. Whew. Yaz is right here, everybody. And then we have uh, Sean behind me on the bass. Sean Murphy. And this is Simon Fishburne on the drums. You guys are wonderful. Okay. So um, I started out like many of us do, doing musical theater as a young kid. Um, and I did it in high school, though learn coming up here and meeting a lot of you who went to school in the North, um, you had very different experiences than I did in high school. Um, first of all, our high school did a musical once every four years. Um, their idea was that way each kid got one experience in a musical. And because we gave all of our money to uh, sports ball, um, they basically were like, you can do, we'll give you a little money to do a musical once every four years. And the rest of the time you have to do straight plays. So I did a lot of straight plays in high school. Uh, well, I didn't do straight plays, but um, <laughs> so, <clears throat> but um, so what we did, so the drama teacher was wonderful and she had nothing, no money, nothing to do for us, but she wanted to try to make it as much as she could. Um, so we did the uh, International Thespian Society competitions. And we made that very, very, very serious. Um, and as a member of the group who uh, owned a minivan, thanks mom and dad, um, I drove a lot of places for uh, driving people to competition. And one of my favorite times, to again, show what a bad driver I am, is uh, it was raining torrentially and I had eight high school kids in my, my van and I was driving us all home and I didn't know where I was because I'm not just bad at driving but bad at directions too. So um, I was like, oh, there's the bridge I need. And so I started driving on the bridge and I was like, this is weird that this bridge is going straight down instead of up. And I realized that I was going down a boat ramp <laughs> into the St. John's River. Um, and which you're like, oh, that's terrible. But I also had eight humans in a van with me doing that. So like pedal to the metal in reverse and we're very slowly inching away from the water. Um, I did not ruin that van. Uh, I ruined lots of other cars, but that's a story for another day. Um, but that van survived. Um, but when, oh yeah, they were okay too. Um, and it, when you're in high school, everything, and especially drama kids, they're so dramatic. So after that, when I got them out of that, one of the girls was like, guys, Kevin is driving like, and really taking care of us when it's raining, so all of us should give him silence so that he can drive as best as he can. And so like the rest of the drive, everyone was quiet, which made it worse for me because I was just like, I almost killed everyone and I just need someone to make a joke. But like everyone's sitting silent and it was just, it was, it was great. So, but the one musical that I did get to do during my four years uh, at Alan D. Neese High School in St. Augustine, Florida, was uh, Little Shop of Horrors. And, and um, I started the Sexy Seymour craze, so you're all welcome. Um, you got your Jeremy Jordans and all those boys playing Seymour because I originated that shit. So, um, but we did, we did Little Shop of Horrors, and there was touch and go for a little bit in the auditions because it seemed like the drama teacher was crazy and was going to maybe give the part to a freshman who was very good, but um, I was a junior, and this was my chance, and don't even think about it. So she didn't, and I got to play Seymour, which was a wonderful part, and so I wanted to relive my glory days of playing Seymour with uh, one of the best musical theater duets ever, and I thought, who should I invite to sing this iconic song with me? Um, and immediately I thought of my incredible friend who just got off of the Hamilton tour a week ago, 
Um, she's back in town, and she is one of the most lovely, talented, incredible, amazing human beings. Uh, she's one of my uh, COVID blessings because I met her during COVID um, because uh, Broadway was doing a lot of Zoom recordings, and uh, she, our close friend Aaron J. Albano, I love you, I know you're watching. Um, Aaron uh, was on tour with Nikisha, and he brought her into our world, and I've never been happier to know someone who is so talented and lovely. So please welcome to the stage the incredible Nikisha Williams. Yes, this is perfect. Kevin, I don't think I told you, but Little Shop was the first musical that I ever did as what? well. In high school. Yes. I'm from Alabama, so I get it. The South, sports ball, yes. Yes. So that was the only thing we did, and I was a, uh, one of the little urchins. And Nikisha sang this song at Ellen Stardust Diner. Oh, my God, yes. So we both have similar singing while people are eating food and asking for Coke. Um, <laughs> not, not like Coca-Cola. Let's just sing this song. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Nerdy stance. <laughs> I like my sexy seahorse stance. Lift up your head, wash off your mascara. Here, take my Kleenex, wipe that lipstick away. The donut looks really good. Tell me your face as clean as the morning. I know things were bad, but now they're okay. Suddenly, Seymour. That's you. Is standing beside you. That's right, AJ Heakin, it's me. You don't need no makeup. That was the freshman who almost took my part. You don't condescend. Suddenly. Seymour is here to provide you sweet understanding. Seymour is your friend. Nobody ever treated me kindly. Daddy left early. Mama was poor. I'd meet a man and I'd follow him blindly. He'd snap his fingers, me, I'd say, sure. But suddenly, Seymour is standing beside me. He don't give me others. He don't condescend. Suddenly, Seymour is here to provide me with sweet understanding. Seymour's my friend. Tell me this feeling lasts till forever. Yes. Tell me the bad times are clean washed away. Please understand that it's still strange and frightening. Both losers like I've been, it's so hard to say. Suddenly, Seymour is here to provide for me. Suddenly, Seymour, show me I can. Yes, you can. 
understanding. With sweet understanding. With everybody. Whew, that was a lot. That was so fun. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so thank you all for being here tonight. This has been so much fun. I'm really having a great time. Um, and we're coming toward the end of the show. Can you believe it? So, yeah, so I, I, I've ended my... Uh, time away from the stage, I guess, with this evening. And um, it's been so nice to have all of you here for this. And uh, I'm excited to see what the world holds for all of us as it continues to reopen and things come back to normal. And um, now that I've kind of checked off this returning to performing box and all these other things, um, I'm thinking that it might be time to uh, find something else in my life as well. So we'll see about that. There must be one sort of decent guy out there who's willing to hold my hand, hold it for all to see. Sweaty though, it's bound to be. Cause if he held my hand, he would own my heart before the count of three and maybe I could trick that guy to fall in love with me there must be some sweet fool who would dare to take my hand on a crowded street or a table in some cafe, or even halfway through a cabaret. See what I did there? He sometimes squeeze, and sometimes stroke, and sometimes let it be. And maybe I could trick that fool to fall in love with me I wouldn't care what those five fingers did all day they could roll cigars or detail cars or draft a spaceship that flies to Mars they could heal the homeless or match up DNA as long as those fingers are tangled up in mine by nightfall. Anything's, everything's okay. 
must be one sort of decent chump out there who's ready to take a leap. Give me a second look. Skip the cover. Read the book. Because if I find that chump who's willing to embrace my one demand, I'd give the moon because he held my hand my strangely clammy chewed up fingernails often trembling yet virtuosic antibacterial lotion wearing hand. Thank you all so much for coming. I really appreciate it. You're all the best. Thank you so much. Thank you all so much. Oh, yeah, who is that? Yes. So all of this, all of this journey of me getting here probably started when I was very young and my mom made me take piano lessons. And I hated piano lessons because I just wanted to sing and they just wanted me to focus on where you put your fingers. And my teacher was so obsessed because I had the great fingers for piano, but I, because they could reach far and... My brother called me freak fingers when I was growing up because my fingers are so long. Um, so I was really good at piano, but I just hated it. Um, but this was the one song that I would play because I could sing along with it, and it was super easy. And I'm not going to play it for you tonight. <laughs> but the wonderful Yaz is. And thank you all so much. It means the world to have you here for my birthday and for this evening. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? And what's on the other side? Rainbows are visions, but only illusions. And rainbows have nothing to hide. What's so amazing? that keeps us stargazing and what do we think we might see someday we'll find it the rainbow connection the lovers the dreamers and me who said that every wish 
would be heard and answered when wished on a morning star. Somebody thought of that and someone believed it and look what it's done so far. So we've been told and some choose to believe it but I know they're wrong wait and see someday we'll find it the rainbow connection the lovers the dreamers and me all of us under its spell we know that it's probably Have you heard voices? I've heard them calling my name. Is this the sweet sound that calls the young sailor? The voice may be one and the same. I've heard it too many times to ignore it. It's something that I'm supposed to be. Someday we'll find it, the rainbow connection, the lovers, the dreamers, and me. La da da dee da da do. La da. Thank you all very much. Let's hear those musical theater harmonies, kids. I know you're out there. Thank you all for real. Thank you so much. Alrighty, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We love you so much. Uh, thank you for being uh, patrons to those who are. If you're not, you can find us on Patreon. Uh, keep listening to us wherever you find your podcasts. Apple, Stitcher, all those things like that. And, and any place you can. Uh, give us a little shout out, give us a rate and review, five stars please, and thank you. Find us on social media, you can search us Broadwasted and find us all over Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, um, other places maybe, I don't know. <laughs> oh god, I promise you Brian will be back soon to do this and be way better than I am at it. Um, and then, what else do we do? We do a quote, and you would think that after last week I would have come up with a quote and I would have been prepared and been like, ha ha ha, here you go guys, here's the best quote. Um, but no, we're going off the cuff again, and the quote is, 
who can say if I've been changed for the better, but because I knew you, all of you, I have been changed for good. Uh, that is our quote this week. Um, and I hope you guys like it. So until then, I will raise my glass and I will say cheers and our favorite phrase, suit do up, bump. I'm really bad at the ending things. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.